Hello, hello, this is Kim Boltzma from A Cup of Content. Welcome to the Coffee Break Podcast, where we dive into the messy world of content marketing. Today, we'll be discussing the SEO battle between internal and external links. So grab your favorite cup of coffee and let's dive in. Okay, so today we're talking about internal versus external linking and what those two things do for your SEO. So this has kind of been a battle for people. It seems like, oh, you need to have external links and you need to have internal links. Well, we're going to kind of talk about this and what you really need and what how you can proceed with what you want to do from a link strategy standpoint. So first of all, let's talk about what internal linking is. So what they are, are those are the links that you have within your website. Now, some people do like related content and while, and a lot of that stuff actually shows up on like your sidebars and stuff, but it may just be in the same category. It may not be directly related to your particular post or page that you're you're working on. So you want to make sure that it is relevant. And that is the big thing that you always want to ask about every single link you include on your website. What is the relevancy? Is it truly relevant? If it's not, then don't include it. If it is, include it. That's kind of your your staple question to ask. All right, so internal links. Links that happen within your own website. It is best if you actually link from within a post or a page and not like rely on your sidebars or other places like footers and things like that to have internal links for you because that really isn't what the search engines are looking for. So make sure you do include it within the body of the post of your either blog post or page. Next, let's look at external linking. And so external links are when you actually link to other websites or how other websites link to your content. So for example, I wrote a blog post about this very topic. So the blog post is called... uh, internal versus external linking, what they do for your SEO. So in that blog post, I actually linked out to Moz and they had this post called what are external links and I linked to it. So that would be an external link. And then remember when you're actually including external links, you always want to open those links up in a new tab or a new window because you don't want your customers or your visitors leaving your website and never returning because you always want to make sure they always have that back, that quick entry back onto your website. So that would be an example, like if me linking to Maz's website on what are external links, it's, it's, it's relevant. It, it makes sense. It, it totally is about what I'm also writing about, but you know, on a different level. So that would be what the difference are between internal and external linking. <laughs> All right, the next thing we're going to talk about is what internal and external linking does for your SEO. And I'll be honest with you, it's really pretty simple. Relevancy. Internal and external links provide relevancy to the search engine that shows them what you have on your website is actually a topic worthy of being indexed. So for internal linking, relevancy tells the search engine the depth of the content within your own website. If you link to a related article within your own website, 
Search engines can create a better search experience for people surfing the web for their desired information, which they may find on your website. For external linking, relevancy tells the reader contextual information. And what that means is that you're you're providing a sort of proof that what you're writing about has importance across the web from other reputable sources on the same topic. All right, the next thing we're going to talk about is the role that anchor text can play in your link strategy. So anchor text, first of all, is the, the text that you actually highlight and apply your link to, whether it's internal or external. So if you're someone who does things like you can find out more information here and then you highlight here and you link that word to a specific internal internal or external link, then you're kind of doing yourself a huge disservice because the word here really is not contextual to your overall topic. So you're actually better off using your keyword phrases or using the title of whatever it is that you're sending people off to for that internal or external link. You're actually better off doing that than you are just typing the word here and, and linking that. So Keep in mind what types of words you're using and highlighting and applying links to because that anchor text really does have a great impact on your SEO. Okay, so let's talk about who's winning this battle on internal versus external links. According to Google, the winner here is external linking. Now, that doesn't mean that they don't also look at internal linking as part of your overall SEO strategy. So I kind of have a little rule of thumb that I like to go by. What that is, is a two to one. So for every one internal link, I always want to make sure that I have two external links. The thing that you have to remember is that just because I'm linking internally to a particular blog post and I'm linking externally to a particular blog post doesn't mean that I have to externally link to the exact same blog post every time. So you do want to make sure that you kind of mix it up just a little bit, but you want to also keep within relevancy. All right, the last thing we're going to talk about in this SEO battle between internal and external linking is the role that social media can play in your overall linking strategy. Social media, when you actually share a link to a page on your website or to a blog post, you are creating that external linking um, situation or scenario for your website. So that's why I usually recommend to people, you should always be constantly sharing links to your website, whether it's like once or twice a week, whatever it is, you need to get that into kind of your system for sharing information on social media. Because all that does is help you, especially when the terminology or the keywords that you use within your po the post itself actually pertain to the keywords that are on the page or in the blog post. So that is definitely one thing you want to make sure you get into your system for social media is sharing that content. Yeah, and remember, Pinterest is a great place to do this. I usually tell people if you've got a blog post that you've got like seven sections for, each one of those sections should have its own image so that then you can pin each one of those images to social media or to Pinterest and it all is different kinds of links to your website. They're coming from different pins instead of just one overall pin for the blog post itself. So keep that in mind too.
Well, that's about it for me today. I'm out of coffee. Thanks for listening to the Coffee Break Podcast. If you like the show, please rate and review us in your favorite podcast platform. We'd also always appreciate a share with someone who you know that might need help with their content marketing. Again, I'm Kim Boltzma, and it's been my pleasure having this cup of coffee with you. See you next time.